On this episode, the Arca series drops the hammer big time across the league with various penalties, fines, and an indefinite suspension. Kevin Reed Jr., who's Drew Dollar's crew chief, supposedly used a homophobic slur on the radio and got indefinitely suspended. Plus, Jerry Jordan updates us with Jay Fabian, NASCAR's Cup Series Managing Director, who is currently facing two felony counts and one misdemeanor count of animal cruelty. That's like one of the most evil things you can you can do. And like you mentioned Newman and so many, you know, Alec Jones, you know, he's got stuff with animals. I mean, that's, yeah, he's, he's not going to have a good time if he is back in that position. Also, could we be seeing a shakeup with the NASCAR Cup Series schedule? Adam Stern put out a tweet with the possibility of Gateway getting a race as early as 2022 and talks of a cup race at LA Coliseum. LA Coliseum is talking about doing a one-off race, like a, either a street race or a short track race, like in the facility itself. And let's not forget a quick rundown of the iRacing leagues, Michigan and Gateway recaps, and then our Daytona picks. Welcome to the Kickin' Show. Good evening, everyone. Welcome to the Kickin' Show, the official podcast of Kickin' the Tires. And tonight we've got Zach Catanzaretti in North Carolina getting ready to head south to Daytona. Seth Eggert, also in North Carolina, but he's uh, in Mooresville. And then Justin, as always, is stuck out in liberal land in California. Uh, you know, should I call it lockdown land, recall land? What, a, what are y'all doing out there this week? You got to mention that every episode, don't you? <laughs> what, that you, you still live in California and won't come to Texas? Yeah, pretty much. Pretty much, I guess. Yeah. Uh, there's, jobs, there, there's jobs in Texas that pay better than what you're making in California. The cost of living is less. And I'll tell you what, there? I'll tell you what, I would love to trade our, our, our 30 something percent income tax rate for uh, a 0% income tax rate. <laughs> zero. Texas has zero. Oh, by the way, I'm actually not in Texas. I'm in our condo in Daytona. Uh, Niter is in the other room. So uh, he's going to let me do the podcast and, he may step in here and say hi in a little bit, but uh, Chris Knight, catchfits.com, and I are sharing a condo this weekend. Everybody's speechless on that. <laughs> You're not sharing beds, are you? No, 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 definitely not. Um, I have my own bed, and uh, he has his own bed. So it's all good. So he's mumbling something in the background. So God help us. I don't know what he's saying because I've got uh, earbuds in both ears, so I have no just idea. What that means. Yeah, thank the Lord. Lord is what he said. Thank the <laughs> Lord. Thank the Lord. <laughs> but just, just tell him that we can see the reflection of the glass. So if he does any faces, we can see him. <laughs> Careful, oh, NASCAR and Arca are on top of uh, on top of what you're saying right now. They might they might hand out more penalties. I'm going to uh, I'm going to turn that so that you. <laughs> because that like goes right into the bedroom there, so. <laughs> but lots of fun you know getting ready for uh getting ready for action here in daytona um we've got racing tomorrow night here uh what is it the 250 uh the wawa 250 wawa 250 and across the street from the track coincidentally they're building a wawa's so uh i mean it's like right across the street from the track, which I think is a good thing because Wawa's are great. What is a Wawa? A Wawa you know, is a pre-Bucky's. They, they, were, they, were cool, they were cool before Bucky's was cool. I was going to say it's also comparable to uh, Sheets. 
in the Carolinas. Yeah. It's a big, giant convenience store. Yeah. With good food. They have yeah. great... It, okay, so this goes back before... I don't know if it's before you were born, but were y'all born in 94? Yes. No, born in, no technically not. I was born in 90. I was okay, born so in y'all were like... Y'all, y'all were still children. So when the, my first taste of Wawa's came when I went in... Uh, I went to King of Prussia, Pennsylvania to play in a pool tournament up there. And I didn't know what Wawa's was, but I was hungry and it was it, 3 it, o'clock it's, in the morning. It's just Wawa. It's not Wawa's. Well, it's Wawa's <laughs> to me. So it's Wawa. But, but Wawa. Wawa. They have great, or at least back in 94, when y'all were children, they had great uh, meatball um, subs. Yep. So, and I, I fell in love with Wawa. Maybe yeah, they could sponsor. Maybe they could sponsor this disastrous kicking show that we're having tonight. <laughs> I was gonna say. Uh, I I remember uh, going to a Wawa down the street from a uh, Wall Stadium in New Jersey, uh, Wall Stadium Speedway. So, well, let's scoot on over to the uh, the racing topics of the week. It's been a big, big, uh, big news week for uh, the racing world. Zach, uh, I know this uh, this story is near and dear to you, uh, near and dear to me too, because I, I knew Robin Miller. But um, your thoughts on the passing uh, of Robin Miller this week? Yeah, I mean, it wasn't. I guess it wasn't too too much of a shock. I mean, we we got to know more about um, what he's been going through. I mean, it was a four year long battle with cancer, and um, he was just able to write just a few weeks ago. I think he wrote a column, uh, kind of detailing it. So. We had a bit of an idea, but I mean, still something like that kind of hits you, hits you kind of hard. And I don't believe I ever met Robin, um, but I, I know like years and years ago, like just as a fan, I, I loved his bold takes on uh, driver rivalries and I mean, any stupid decisions that race officials made. I mean, he was just, it wasn't a filter to be found. I mean, he, he would just say everything and anything and he got everyone's attention and, and whether it was that kind of stuff or just spreading the love of uh, not only IndyCar and racing, but really the Indianapolis 500, which, I mean, I enjoyed he and Marshall Pruitt's uh, month of May rundowns every year. And uh, when I first got to cover the 500 in 2015, he was, he was just everywhere, just all throughout the media center and uh, saw him doing interviews with people. And he tried to take notes on, on some of the older guys who've been doing it for a while. And uh, I remember covering um, Justin Wilson's death at Pocono in 2015 and we were outside the, the medical center and uh it was just a really just bad situation and i just remember seeing him and he was just i can tell he was winded you know and and very similar to uh, robert wickens uh, accident there in 2018 he thankfully survived but it was it was just a horrible accident and he was out there having to interview the drivers like james hinchcliffe and other guys who were in the wreck and uh, i can tell he was just visibly just you know shaken about that and uh whether just the positives or the negatives, I just felt like he, he was really a national treasure when it came to racing. He was an historian. Um, he knew about every single racing circuit and every driver. I love 1960s Formula One. I love looking into that. And uh, so anytime he would go off about Jim Clark, Graham Hill, and then, you know, AJ Ford on the American side, Mario Andretti, Dan Gurney. I mean, he, he knew all these guys, basically, um, whether as a fan back in the 60s or he got to, uh, work all, 
work alongside of them. And uh, he was a voice for the older generation, but uh, he also brought those names and those tales to the younger generation. Um, so when we do get those racing enthusiasts, they know those names because of guys like Robin. And he, he's not the only one, um, but he was one of the biggest names, I would say, because of just his, his prowess in the garage, how many people he knew. He was on NBC Sports, so he was on TV every week. He was a tremendous writer. Uh, he, he just, he had his hands in every single jar, I felt. And uh, he was, he did a lot for racing fans. He did a lot for racing media. And uh, yeah, it, it sucks. I'm, I'm going to miss him a lot, especially uh, watching him on TV and just hearing him talk, you know, every week. You know, I, uh, the last time I saw Robin, we were outside the, uh, the museum there at Indianapolis and uh, just sitting out there chatting for a few minutes. Um, and he then was obviously, he hit, Gotten cancer, kind of recovered from cancer, gotten, you know, it was kind of a, a back and forth. And, you know, he, he was, he didn't even let it, he didn't let it slow him down. I mean, even then he was, you know, he is an icon uh, in the motorsports world, not just the IndyCar world. And uh, he'll be great to miss. So uh, um, our thoughts, prayers to, uh, to anyone who knew him, everyone uh, and his family and all that, you know, that's, uh, that was, uh, he, he was somebody that you look up to as a writer. Yeah, and I just I went through my uh, my photo album from Indy just what two weeks ago for the for the Volvo, and I caught a picture of him, which I didn't even know. Uh, but he was talking with uh, Jeff Gordon and uh, Kyle Lawson free race. Uh, I saw I was looking through the photos, and I saw him sitting in a golf cart talking with them. So, and that was just two weeks ago. Crazy. I know that um, Kelly Crandall. He and he and Kelly Crandall had a had a, uh, a relationship. You know, they were they were very very good friends and. And the short time that that she got to know him, they, they became close. And um, she posted some stuff on her Instagram and some photos that I took of the two of them at an event, at that same event with uh, at the uh, uh, museum there at the Indy 500 uh, Club. And uh, it, it was it was so cool, you know, just to know that, as you said, he reached out to the younger generation. And uh, and, and I know that he helped. You know, they both worked for Racer. Uh, you know, and, and he would write for Racer. Kelly wrote for Racer, and he'd send notes and things to Kelly and tips and and stuff like that. So uh, I, I know that it, it, it's real cool to know that one of my close friends was 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 such a good friend of him, and that they were able to uh, share that professional uh, relationship together. And 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 the, both of them, their love of uh, their their love of uh, motorsports, and you know, it's uh it's sad to see him. Sad to see him, uh, you know, pass away. But uh, in other news, I guess moving forward, what uh, what's happening in the in the world of NASCAR for you guys? I know I had a big story this week, but there's other stuff out there um, that maybe we could, we could, Justin, you can uh, take us down the uh, list here. Yeah, I mean, uh, this is, I guess, the week NASCAR and ARCA are, are pulling out some band hammers or something because, <laughs> my gosh, uh, I, like you said, Jerry, you have a big story with one of uh, NASCAR's uh, industrial members, uh, one, of their, one of the directors over there. So we'll get to that in a second. But uh, Seth, uh, take us with what's going on in ARCA because, my gosh, you could write uh, a whole novel with what just happened. <laughs> Well, let's start with the very beginning of what set all of this chain uh, off. Uh, lap one and two of the ARCA race, Dad Moffat and Drew Dollar decided to go at each other at, in Michigan, which eventually led to Thad dumping Drew Dollar. 
Tim Richmond got caught up in the wreck. Uh, Tim Richmond, not the same one from the 1980s, but uh, got pretty hurt in the wreck. Uh, Kevin Reed Jr., who's Drew Dollar's crew chief, uh, used a supposedly used a homophobic slur on the radio and got indefinitely suspended. A $1,500 fine. Kevin Reed Sr. Uh, also got a $500 fine and has been placed on probation for the remainder of the season. Yes, there's and, some sensitivity training coming. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And driver Drew Dollar has been fined $1,000 for violation of Section 12-8, which the Action only... Action stock car racing. Yeah, which <laughs> apparently involved him pranking Dad Moffitt by placing used tires and shredded tires in the DGR hauler. Granted, Jerry, I know there's a little bit more information that you know that uh, I hadn't heard because we were talking before the show about it. But also, Bob Dillner, uh, during the broadcast of the Springfield Dirt Mile, had mentioned that the DGR and Venturini crews had gotten into an altercation at the airport after the Michigan race. Oh, so, <laughs> hey, Norm uh, Benning came over and said, hey, meet me over at the airport, little boy. <laughs> Mike Harmon, Mike Harmon at the end. Oh, Harmon. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, um, I went to that Applebee's that night. He wasn't there. <laughs> So, needless to say, they're not happy with each other. Uh, Tim Richmond, if I remember correctly, has a broken ankle, a broken tibia, and lost a small portion of the tip of his pinky in the wreck. Which, um, yes. Damn, I didn't know that. Wow. That name sounds familiar. (laughs) he co not that Tim Richmond, right? Yeah, yeah, not that Tim Richmond. He co-owns uh, the team with Alex Club in Arca, the number twenty-seven, and there are photos uh, that I believe Alex Club put on uh, Twitter that of the car, and it is uh, pretty horrendous uh, the amount of damage to that car. If you, you remember driving it, though, right? Wasn't what? that like the last race for that car? Yeah, it was going to be the last race for that car too. Yeah. I don't I, normally I don't normally promote other media outlets, but the Venturini stuff, you might want to check out motorsport.com tomorrow. Jim Motor is supposed to have a story coming out uh, tomorrow with some more information on probably that and everything else that has happened this week. Uh, you know, to sum it all up uh, in the in the arc. It's been a big week that you said and, for the Arca series. And just one <laughs> other thing, on the way home from the Springfield Dirt Mile. The Andy Hillenberg number 11 hauler caught fire. Dad Moffitt should have been suspended. I agree with that. Dad Moffitt should have been suspended. So, uh, but the, I was about and, to ask, why wasn't anything done to him or talked to him about? No he's literally about. gotten no fines, no suspension, nothing. Cool. You just opened the door to say to the rest of the field. And, Jeez. Arca's having like drama 101 like and all year and one other small note speaking of andy hillenberg returning to arca with andy hillenberg at the ducoin dirt track ken schrader that's cool it's some positivity hey i know all the srx fans were trying to get ken schrader to run one of those cars so i know there's a ton of ken schrader fans going to be happy about that so 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 arca 
said, hey, we're going to screw things up this week and make big news with our penalties and fines. And then NASCAR says, hold my beer. <laughs> Jay Fabian comes out. He's Jay Fabian, managing director of the NASCAR Cup Series. There is no fun. There's no funny to this, no matter how mm-hmm. I, I – I can't make this fun. Jay Fabian has been there since 2019 as an NASCAR managing Cup Series director, and he is now facing two felony counts and one misdemeanor count for animal cruelty. I thought at first, okay, he was fighting dogs. You know, maybe, maybe it was that. Maybe it was – maybe – who knows? I, when I heard the charges, I didn't know where to go with it. But apparently, after more investigation, one dog starved to death. One dog almost starved to death. And one dog was the healthiest, according to the report that you can read in my article, um, was the healthiest of the three dogs that were seized by Charlotte Mecklenburg Animal Control and the police department. Uh, canine officer... Um, Anna Moss uh, was one of the officers that responded to the scene. And, uh, you know, this wasn't a rookie officer. This is an officer who had a lot of experience. It wasn't someone who made a knee-jerk reaction. Um, she obviously, uh, what she saw there was, was horrific. And um, Jay Fabian is, uh, is not the managing director of the NASCAR Cup Series right now because in NASCAR's words, he's stepping away to take care of this issue. Take care of this issue. Y'all, y'all might Please. y'all might want to y'all might want to step off the podcast right now because I have something to say. There's no way in hell that whoever wrote that statement for NASCAR that they should have used the words he's stepping away. We suspended Kurt Bush and there was no criminal charges against him. Okay, there was an allegation of domestic abuse. Okay. We suspended Haley Deegan. For, for saying stuff. We suspended drivers for making comments. We've, uh, you know, uh, poor uh, uh, Chase Elliott's spotter, Eddie DeHaan, was suspended. The story that I broke, okay? Jay Fabian, because he's the NASCAR managing director of the Cup Series, gets to step away. How come he wasn't suspended? That is a fail on NASCAR's part. I, I, I know I got a lot of friends over there, and this is not going to be popular. Um, but that is a failure on their part to handle that properly in, in the wording of how they how they they put that out there to the public. I'm sorry. It, you know, he let a uh, allegedly he let two dogs, one dog starved to death, another dog almost starved to death, and the, I, I I I I don't know how you come back from that. How do you step back into the series in a sport that has people like Ryan Newman? who has an animal shelter and, you know, to, and, and Tony Stewart and all these other people that do so much for animals. And, you know, uh, I, I'm pissed about this. So, so there's my rant for tonight. And I'm sure I'll probably put it more into words when I write my editorial tomorrow. Yeah. If he does get back into the position, he's not going to be able to show his face at the track unless he's hidden. Cause you said it like there's so many drivers, so many, who doesn't, I mean, that's like one of the most evil things you can you can do, and like you mentioned, Newman and so many you know, Al Jones. You know, he's got stuff with animals. I mean, that's yeah, he's he's not going to have a good time if he is back in that position. 
I know my brother I mean, won't, won't like him when he, when he hears about this. My brother is a huge, huge advocate for animals. I mean, he, when he came out of the military, he pretty much said, Hey, I love animals and he wants to go be a vet. So my gosh, but yeah, like you said, the wording on that, just how, how can you, so, so I do the social media for the board of the NMPA and even I go through and double check what Reed sends me, sends me uh, before it goes out on social media for any kind of announcements. I think I've sent one thing back saying, Hey, uh, just making sure this is how you want to word this part. And, uh, he said, yeah, but like I even double check cause I want to make sure that we're giving ourselves the, not necessarily the best face, but the right face. Like, are we saying the right thing at the right time in front of the right people? And this is definitely the wrong thing to say in front of the wrong people at the wrong time. Yeah, there's, there's, I don't understand how NASCAR came up with the statement. Now, <clears throat> granted, when it was sent to me, I took it and wrote exactly what they said. But I'm looking at it and I'm thinking to myself, all these people that we suspended in the past indefinitely while they face whatever allegation, charge, criminal offense, DWI, you know, domestic, whatever, whether it be bullshit or not, okay, we suspended them indefinitely. And with Jay Fabian, we're letting him step away. I'm sorry. That's wrong on multiple levels, in my opinion. Was that emailed to you, or did NASCAR actually post that somewhere? It was emailed to me. Okay. You okay. had to ask for the statement. They didn't make. They didn't put it out there publicly. If you wanted a statement for your article, you had to ask for it. So Interesting. Well, but... I'm not the only. I'm not the only one to have that take. I know that others have had that similar. Have had a similar take on it too. There's a reason why I've been muted for the past five minutes. <laughs> I do not. <laughs> you do not want to hear my thoughts on this. <laughs> yeah, go set, I mean, go set, <laughs> go set. <laughs> no, you get to air. No. <laughs> That's the thing, though. <laughs> yeah, I think I've. I, I think I've probably been it enough for for everybody. So. I, uh, I, I can't still... I can't see the I can't see the notes so but I know that I know that Seth's got some live racing stuff coming up and uh, there's a few other stories happening before we talk about um, my guy deciding to give up the win this past weekend and uh, and then my my lovely um, performance in the uh, truck series fantasy points too so hey I'm not doing I'm not doing that much more lovely than you so but, uh, but uh, I, I believe what's next uh there's one Adam Stern tweet that you were talking about earlier, Justin, and actually another one that just dropped. Apparently, 2311 Racing has officially bought 15 acres of land in Huntersville, North Carolina, where their proposed new headquarters will be. Yeah, I want to say that purchase was already in the works, and then and it finally went through for $3.7 million. Yeah. $3.7 million. That's for Yeah. Where's Denny getting all this money? Where's Denny getting all this money from? But you mean Michael oh, wait, Jordan? Never mind. <laughs> Where's Michael Jordan getting all this money from? Like what? Nike. Nike. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. So instead of uh, 23XI racing, it's now Nike racing. Uh, uh, yeah, no, that's been in the works for a while. Uh, I think they had uh, just some paperwork that was waiting on a few things to go through. But um, yeah, I kind of figured that was around the corner. 
But the other thing that I saw Adam drop was something I've known about for a while. Uh, uh, it was kind of a combination of two things that gateways possibly having talks of getting a cup race in 22, which I don't think that's going to happen. Um, uh, uh, you, you were talking about it earlier, Jerry, where you were saying they have so much that they need to get done at the track if they were to host a cup race and there's just no way they're going to get that done in time. Um, so I could see 23, 24, maybe, but, uh, definitely not next year. Uh, but the other part of it was that LA Coliseum is talking about doing a one-off race, like a, either a street race or a short track race, like in the facility itself. Um, nobody has a clue how that's going to work. Um, because right now they're proposing doing like a whole Bristol thing where they're bringing in a whole bunch of dirt and doing a dirt race there, uh, doing it on the clay, doing it on some asphalt and then lifting the asphalt up. Uh, so, but they are planning to do something in the Coliseum. Well, and it wouldn't be the first time because uh, X Games did their rally and rally cross there for years. So it's not unprecedented for motorsports to be there. Granted, yeah. X Games was maybe 16 cars total while in, we're in talking... like 10 lap stints, also. Yeah. Hey, can yeah. we, if we do it, if we do it like they did the X Games track, can we do it with that jump over? Like yes, <laughs> please. I, I, that was sweet. Just call Robbie Gordon. He knows how to get the jumps in on the track. I, I, I would have to assume if they do it inside the track, that pit road is going to be outside the track because it's all it's just barely over a quarter of a mile. So uh, you know the um you know the old fantasy track uh, Dodge Raceway. Yes. where they had the pit road yes. under the stands. That's that's kind of what I'm thinking, but we'll see. Uh, anyway, uh, you know, that's a uh, how are you gonna how are you gonna get a race there at the Coliseum when you guys can't even figure out all the Club Speedway? Thank you, thank you. That's what I was about to talk about next. So Auto Club is possibly not having a Cup race next year again because Orange County has just it, uh, required uh, masks across the board um, and required vaccines across the board for most of the county workers and uh, public facilities, which uh, Auto Club technically falls under. So they're trying to fight against that. The city's trying to fight for that. Which means Auto Club might not have a race next year also. Or, or Amy. could we just run Auto Club in the fall? Thank you. Like, when does it ever uh, I mean, rain out here? Like, I mean, I'm like, that. that's the only way I could see it happening next year as of right now. We used Granted, to have two, I know things can change, we but used as have, of right now. Yeah, we used to have two dates and one was in the yeah. fall. And I don't see a problem with us just moving it to the fall and just going... We're racing here whether you like it or not. But I don't know what it is about Southern California, but they just do not like racing at all. And the only reason uh, I feel like Long Beach Grand Prix is able to get by and and not have any issues is because of a lot of a lot of the corporate sponsors uh, have a headquarters or a a significant branch out here in Los Angeles area. So the city kind of has no choice but to do it because a massive revenue boost for them because of all the sponsorship money. So, um, but I mean, and then Supercross is big out here because a lot of the uh, Supercross and motocross riders come from Southern California. Uh, they're not coming from the Midwest. So that's the other reason. That's the other kind of racing that's really successful out here. But other than that, I don't know what it is about Southern California, but I mean, you've got 
uh, Saugus Speedway that didn't last for long, even though that was a fantastic track. And the stands were still standing, by the way. All you old school fans will know what I'm talking about with that. Um, you have Ontario, Riverside. I, I, it just, I don't know. I don't know what it is, but it sucks. <laughs> I hate it here more and more. <laughs> and Irwindale's been threatened for years uh, about being taken over. But, year but if I remember... Year. But if I remember correctly, the reason why Irwindale keeps living on is because they literally can't do anything else with the land there. Yep. They're literally trying to find an excuse to take over the land. And it's and it's mentioned in every press release because that's what I love about Irwindale. They will just call them out. They'll just say, hey, they want to take over our land. We ask them what it's for. They say we don't know. And then it doesn't go through. Because everyone's like, oh, well, you just want to take it over because you don't know what you want to do with it. Well, then why are you taking it over? I thought that, tra- I thought that track was going away like years ago. Everyone yeah. thought that. I thought that too. And that would have sucked because that was pretty much the last, that, that's pretty much the last childhood track I have out here. Um, aside from Willow Springs, which obviously will never go away because it's out in the middle of nowhere up in Rosemont. Um, but yeah, I, I, hope, I hope this doesn't happen. Yeah, I thought Owendale was gone, but then when I watched uh, Fast 9, Fast and Furious 9, it was in the opening <laughs> scene. I'm like, oh, it's still here. Yeah. Uh, I know. I actually, I had, to go and, I had to go and look that up to see which track that was. Because at yeah. first I thought, that's Auto Club. But no, 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 it's yeah. not. <laughs> that was uh, Ford versus Ferrari when they pretended yeah. like it was Daytona. And, they, yeah. And yeah. I, I have to say, it's kind of similar to what's gone on with the Wall Stadium Speedway. Uh, in New Jersey, um, one of my last home tracks, because it it almost died in 2005, then again in 2006, 2007. I think it closed for a year in like 2011 and opened back up. And I think now they're it's back to being they don't know what they're doing. Uh, well, the the other big part that's in their favor is they have a guy from Hollywood that got out of the film industry that went there as one of their event managers. Um, and that's how they start to get X Games being held there. Yeah. They've got a lot more movie shoots going on there. Um, so they're definitely doing a lot more with the track than just Saturday night races and Wednesday night race the cops on the drag strip kind of thing. Yeah. So uh, they're definitely doing a really good job over there. And, I, and I'm hoping they can keep doing it. I try to go there on my off nights when I don't have anything. But uh, this past year or two, they've always had something scheduled when I... Uh, when I have other stuff locally scheduled, but um, hey, hey, tell tell them you were kicking the tires while they're in the press box. Oh yeah, no, I, I've gone there um, a couple times up in the press box, uh, so they know me up there. Um, but I don't have mine. I I really don't mind pitching fifteen bucks to do my part to help keep it open. So well, I just I just every time I go out to California, there there's an event there. We get we get invited to go over, and you know sometimes I can make it, sometimes I can't. But uh, I always send them an email and let them know, hey, you know, if I can make it, I will. Uh, but I really, last time I was out in California, I thought that was it. I mean, I've, no more, no, no more over down. But yeah, they, as we've talked about, they keep, you know, coming back. They keep figuring out, which is great. I, and I hope they can keep figuring out. I don't think any track should ever have to go through something like that. Um, but I don't know, man. Anyway, uh, so enough about uh, real asphalt. Let's talk about some virtual asphalt. Seth, uh, we're, we're recording this on Thursday because you had a pretty exciting race uh, yesterday. 
Yeah, he decided, last, he decided, last he decided until to this wreck. morning. <laughs> no, he decided to wreck. I'm, you know, I'm, I'm going to well, you know, look at our, our driver lineup. <laughs> our driver, hey, keeps, hey, our, hey. our driver keeps tearing up virtual cars. Hey, I, I started fourth in the NWP 400, uh, NASCAR Weekly Podcast 400. I, I had stumbled across it on Twitter. I saw that Ryan Vargas was running it, and I talked to the promoter saying, Hey, will you mind if I cover the race? And he's like, No, how about you run it? And he you gave can me say a their name. It's okay. I, I, yeah, I like it. Okay. It was a uh, Jonathan Ramos, Darian Gilliam, uh, Danny, uh, Daniel Baldwin. I I forget all of them, but they're some of the big names that were uh, involved in it. And I was like, Sure, I'll run if you want me to. So. I go through, qualify fourth, and then they're like, by the way, there's a $1,000 purse. So I'm like, okay. I dropped back so to avoid the wrecks, got back up to the top seven, when the leaders decide to wreck everybody. And, and that included you. Oh, wait, was yeah. it Tony Stewart blocking uh, Michael Waltrip again? <laughs> Uh, well, if, if I go if I go by the paint schemes, it was Jeff Gordon and Kevin Harvick. <laughs> but oh, uh, you mean like at Tala, you mean like at Talladega when Kevin wrecked the field trying to uh, trying to make sure that he made the playoffs and and, and it was at Talladega, as yeah. a matter of fact. There so, you there you go. See, see, so, that's exactly. We have the I, Kevin Harvick rule now. Yeah. So I barreled in turns uh, one and two on the final lap because of that. Uh, and Mason Moriarty, who I'll be honest, I've never heard of him before, uh, a 16-year-old wins the race by being the only one to make it through. Um, and, uh, did Jerry give you his uh, Dukes of Hazard horn from last episode for your barrel? <laughs> <laughs> maybe, maybe. But in there was other eye racing news. Uh, the E-Racer Roval Racing Series had their season finale at Homestead. And they crowned not one, not two, but three champions because it's a multi-class NASCAR road course series. Matt Danson of Logitech uh, G Altis Esports won the A-Class Championship. He had locked it up the week before. I'll get to the Xfinity cars in a minute because the trucks... DJ Grantham, uh, David Grantham, clinched it because his competition, uh, Brandon Panetto, didn't show up to race. Panetto had just had surgery and wasn't able to run. Uh, although I will say Panetto made his iRacing return in the NWP 400. He and I were working very well together until that wreck. So uh, don't, they, don't they allow him to do like a, a sub, like? Can't you tag in, like start the race, and then let somebody else drive for you? Some series do, but uh, unfortunately, at least in this case, uh, my understanding was it was he thought the surgery was after the finale, and it was the day before the finale, so he couldn't get somebody in time. Okay, uh, that's my understanding of what happened. So the only championship left to the side was the B-Class, the Xfinity cars, which came down to Matt Taylor, who did not own the car before the season started, 
and Brian Zabelski. And the two of them were going at it all night long. Uh, Matt Taylor ended up winning the championship. Zabelski finished second in the championship by, I think, 19 points, which isn't a whole lot. I have a question. Question yeah. here. How do you own a virtual car? Well, on iRacing, you can buy different content, basically downloadable content. You don't automatically own everything. So in order to run the Xfinity car, you have to buy the content. Oh, so, so okay. I, he I didn't say it now. Yeah, because yeah. I have a I have a annual subscription to to iRacing, but then I have to buy the tracks and the car. Yes. That's how they make their money. Yes, and Matt Taylor by trade is an open wheel driver on iRacing. He usually runs, as he has said in uh, different interviews on eRacer, uh, he's typically run the Lotus seventy nine, the Lotus forty nine, the old F one cars. So this was entirely new to him, and right out the gate, he wins the championship. Uh, David Grantham, who won the truck, the Ballista Packs C-Class Truck Championship in the league, uh, he joined iRacing in January. So two people brand new to their cars and their equipment win the championships. Uh, Matt Danson, he's a little more established. Uh I will say for him, though, it was probably a little tougher because he's based in Australia and they run the races at 7 p.m. Eastern time. Yeah, that would kind of suck. <laughs> hey, yeah. uh, on one note real quick, how's, uh, how's For the Fans doing? And I need you to check the, the uh, direct messages on Kicking on Twitter. Yes, I did uh, see uh, okay. Logan Helton. Yes. Logan Helton... Uh, He's been in races I've covered before, uh, the Firecracker 400, uh, some of the Road the Pro stuff. He is a good racer. Uh, shout out to Logan. Yeah. We may we may be doing something with him at some point. And uh, but how's uh, how's Malillo's uh, league doing? He's uh, their league is doing well. Uh, I believe they ran Daytona this past week, old Daytona on iRacing because on iRacing they have the 2008 version. And uh, we had helped Ryan Vargas get in the race using the uh, provisional. Uh, aside from that, I will say uh, apologies to Melillo, but I have to mention this. He was in the E-Racer Roval Racing Series, and um, he crashed out at Homestead because he forgot he was running the Xfinity car after we had just run the Porsche in Monday Night Racing at the same track. So he was trying to drive it like the Porsche, when it was an Xfinity car, and you, you mean off. these? You mean that the the Xfinity cars and NASCARs don't drive like luxury race cars? From <laughs> exactly. Um, They're not like I the F one cars. I, I'm, where they I'm have pretty like tons of computer buttons on the steering wheel. <laughs> I, I'm pretty sure. And again, I'm sorry, Justin, for mentioning this, but I'm pretty sure he went head on into the wall twice. Wait, that's no, that's no bueno. Sorry to me. What? No, Melillo. Oh, I was like, wait, what? <laughs> His but, name's uh, Justin. It's okay, yeah. Justin. His name's yeah. Justin, too. But And also, Monday Night Racing uh, had their penultimate race this past week. Uh, through fuel mileage, I led three laps uh, during uh, pit cycles. And where did you end the race at? 16th. Did you wreck? Were you on four wheels? <laughs> I was on four wheels. Uh, 
I didn't wreck, although I did have a pretty big slide trying to avoid Ryan Vargas because after I pitted, I caught the leader so quickly and they were on such older tires, I almost misjudged the closing rate. Uh, I saved it, lost four seconds to them, ran them back down, caution waved. So I got the free pass and uh, lined up 23rd, 24th, and in overtime, I went and was able to get back up to 16th. Okay, I'll, I'll give you a reprieve. <laughs> Any, anything happening? In, uh, is that pretty much it for the uh, iRacing stuff this week? That's pretty much it. Uh, next week, uh, Monday Night Racing has their season finale. Uh, Raja Karuth, Robbie Lyons, Adam Cabot, and... I'm tr- I forget the other driver, but there's four going for the championship in that league. Uh, Podium Esports has their Retro 500 coming up pretty soon. Uh, and next week is the first race of the Coke Series uh, playoffs at Darlington. And remember, their first round is Darlington, Bristol, Talladega. Uh, tomorrow, I actually have an interview with Michael Connie who is the uh, junior motorsports driver in the playoffs. Excellent. Zach, what about your world? How's the, uh, how's, before you come down here to Daytona to get, you know, to, to cover the races, races this weekend, uh, what's happening in the, in the, in the movie world? Uh, not much right now. Um, yeah, it's been pretty, pretty quiet. I mean, going for a couple bigger, uh, big Marvel movies that are just starting in, in Georgia right now, but, I haven't heard back yet. Those would be freaking because I've done like DC movies before, so I'd love to do a Marvel movie. Uh, but yeah, we gotta gotta wait and see. Gotta be patient. A friend of uh, mine from uh, from high school, she's one of the American Ninja Warriors, and she got to be Black Widow's stunt double for um, both her movie and then Infinity War. We were both uh, like, "What?" Because she was like, "I can't say anything. I can't say anything." So I had to text her. I'd be like, "Are you doing?" Because I had a slight feeling. I'm like, "Are you doing the Marvel movies?" She's like maybe winky face and i went yes <laughs> that's awesome <laughs> so uh how did how did how did respect come out did you have you seen it yeah i saw that opening night it was good it was good i really enjoyed it i was just what, uh, reading an article about uh, uh the oscar contenders for best actress and they have jennifer hudson um as the as the top leading that they think is gonna is gonna win it so that would be really cool she was she was awesome on set i got to listen to her sing for probably nine hours a day for a couple of days. So, um, yeah, ho- hopefully she wins. She, she would definitely earn it because she, she killed it. Well, you know, uh, I told somebody the other day that you were an actor and you were doing all these movies and stuff. There's no way. And then I pulled up your IMDb and like, holy crap, he's like legit. So. Background acting. I, I don't have any lines or anything, but I'm. Not yet. Acting. Not yet. Hey, you've got to start somewhere. That's right. You got to ad lib it. You got to throw one in there. Yeah. <laughs> Sometimes the director will be like, "I like that." <laughs> you, you do need to. You, you do need to update that. Uh, that IMDb profile, though. I do. Yeah, you texted me, and I gotta get on there. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and if you can put a hot link back to the kicking the tire that would be even better. <laughs> <laughs> Well, lights are pretty bright for Zach's acting future, but uh, lights were not bright at Gateway, that's for sure. Ooh, okay. yeah. yeah. Hey. Ooh, you like that yeah. segue? Yeah. Whoosh. Uh, fire outside the track uh, blew the transformer, and the power surge blew the track's generator. So I'm, uh, uh, what, that, that race was Friday, right? 
Yes. Okay, so I'm I'm working <laughs> off-site Friday. I'm on my way back home, and Rachel texts me. She goes, there's plenty of time left. They're just starting the second stage, 11 laps in, and uh, you got plenty of time to watch the race. I'm like, oh, okay, cool. Yeah, there's plenty of time. No problem at all. So I get home, and it's like 15 to go. And I'm like, wait, where'd all this go? And then that's when I find out the whole fire happened and then lights went out and then all of NASCAR's scoring system, not Fox's, NASCAR's own scoring system goes completely down. And the only thing that's keeping track is a small little box all running on battery power as a backup. <laughs> and everyone's scoring is all stuck on whatever 11 laps into stage two. And, and it, it came back for me I think 15 laps into stage three, uh, I've been refreshing the page constantly. And apparently, whatever scoring NASCAR had, because the team scoring was coming up, was different. Because yeah. I posted the results of stage two, and I get a, this message from somebody at Door Sports saying, hey, we're second at the end of that stage. And I sent them a picture of what NASCAR had, and they're like, we don't know what NASCAR International has, but that's not what we have. Yeah, uh, you know, uh, remember, remember that thing y'all were remember that thing y'all remember thing y'all talking about about cup race at Gateway. Um, it's called infrastructure. Yeah, let me just tell you about the first time I went to Gateway. Okay, I went to uh -oh. Gateway as a favor to the race sponsor. There, there's a group from actually my area in Texas, and. When I got there, it was me and Chris Knight, and that was pretty much the national media that was there. Um, we had no internet. We had no copier. We had no nothing. So we had, there wasn't even a coffee maker there, okay? They had to take internet, ethernet cable and run it from like a pole into the media center for us to even have internet there. Now, they've well, come a long way. Jerry, that's, that's every local dirt track, though. Come on. <laughs> okay. This, they were holding a truck series race there and, and, and other stuff. So, you know, oh, and, and, oh, and everything crashed. Everything crashed on, on top of that. The power went out. Um, the power didn't go out. What else? Yeah. The power did <laughs> go out at Indianapolis Motor Speedway two weeks ago. Just and, for a moment, but just, and, just to put it out there. And, and the power did actually go out and end a truck race early at Phoenix a few years ago as well. And then yeah, that was when lightning and, rain in the middle, lightning and rain in the middle of the desert. But, Zach, to, to, to your point, the power went out for three seconds, and Roger Pitsky said, let there be light. And all of a sudden, <laughs> <laughs> I there was light. Roger going, poof. <laughs> I, I heard I heard like a really loud snap. Maybe that was yep. <laughs> Hey, that was Thanos. There's your Mar there's your yeah. for Marvel movies, bud. <laughs> and then uh dates considering you're at Daytona uh and we're going to the night race this weekend. Um, you know, hopefully they won't have the lights go out on the backstretch. Yeah, well we've got we got hurricanes. That, that's happened off, before. So, I mean, but, got hurricanes coming. But what I was gonna say is um it might actually have been a blessing that the they were uh, the Fox booth was remote because if they had been there when the power went out, I don't think we would have figured out the power went out. 
Well, the, their broadcast did go down. Um, it just froze. Yeah, it just froze. I thought yep. it was. I thought it was us because of the storms that were here, though. No, their broadcast went down, and then their whole remote system took yeah. over. But, it, but whenever that happens, that takes like 30 seconds for it to take over because it's got to resync and then go on that 10, 15 second delay or whatever uh, they do with that and then uh, get it all booted up. So it can take a couple minutes. But yeah, geez, that was, I, that's a, that would have been a nightmare for people behind the scenes. Oh gosh. That's nuts. Well, we've got a, we got big action coming up this weekend NASCAR uh, Xfinity, NASCAR Cup Series. Um, Seth, real quick, run down the points so that we can get well, done which, with this show tonight. And, well, which uh, one do you I like first? I don't, I don't care. Okay, know. so I'm guess he does. Since, he secretly cares, but he's just trying to say he doesn't care. So, he's since we were just talking about trucks, let's go with the truck points. In first, with 106 points, Rachel. Hey! In second, with 97, Christian. Now here's the jump. In third with 58, Summer. I'm in fourth with 56. Matt is third with 53. All right, sorry, seventh with 53. I'm, I said the wrong number. Or, I, 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 fifth I, with 53. Yeah, I, I, I got myself <laughs> all mixed up. Right in front fifth. of you. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, in sixth, is Zach with 48. Sarah's seventh with 43. Justin, you're eighth with 34. And um, in ninth is Jerry with 25. And we don't have anyone in tenth. So I'm pretty sure that makes Jerry last. Where's Summer at? Uh, third. Summer is third? Yeah, I'm not eight. Yeah, because... Uh, Tenth place at Walking Slam. <laughs> I'm not thinking that's right. Yeah, fix these rules. Okay, play, yeah. Playoffs. Playoffs are here. Playoffs in the championship by picking nobody. Yeah. Look, uh, look, 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 look. I love someone. Okay, I love her bitch. She is amazing. Okay, and, and I, I wish she'd be on more on more podcasts. But you know, she's third and she hasn't picked yet. I, I see an inherent problem with that. Come on. Well, you were the you one who pick, you shouldn't get well, tenth. To to be fair, Jerry, you're the one who wanted to make it fair and give tenth place to somebody who doesn't pick. Jerry. I don't know if I said tenth. I think you, you did say tenth. Yeah. You did uh, say tenth. No, we all pretty much agreed on tenth. But I think that was also before playoffs. So maybe now that we're in the playoffs when it actually starts counting. Like well, well, here's the thing. We haven't counted any others for trucks yet. So how is it fair not to do it at least for the playoffs and trucks? Jerry's looking forward to next year. Yes, yeah, in trucks I am, but not in cup. You should get zero <laughs> picks for not Why don't we even giving out points for people who aren't like hanging well, like mainly along? mainly because this is the first year we're doing it to try to make it somewhat fair to everyone. We'll do we'll do mid pack with Zach points next year. We'll do twentieth place points for those. That don't yeah, play. yeah. That would be fair. Yeah, anyway. Or should we, we do 30th, Zach? Should we do 30th? Should be 41st. 41st. Yeah. yeah, but some people can't be on the show every week. I mean, come on. Uh, how, how, how about... <laughs> wait, 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 wait. How about this? We split the difference 25th. But they can still... I, 
Just because they're not on the show doesn't mean they they're not in the Slack. <laughs> yeah. Whatever. Yeah, we can do twenty fifth. That's okay. That's better than ten. That's better. That's yeah. 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 And that and that's what we'll do for next year. But for Cup right now, Jerry is leading with eight hundred sixty. I am second with eight hundred forty. Sarah is third with 826. Jeez, she jumped fast with back-to-back back wins. Back-to-back to back wins, yeah. Jeez. Rachel, Rachel is fourth with 824. Justin, you have 793 in fifth. Zach has 773. Summer has 765. Yeah. I, I, I want to... Wait, wait, wait. Stop, stop, yeah? stop, stop, stop. I want to point something out, Okay. Yeah, there was there was a private Slack conversation with Sarah, okay? Because technically she didn't get her picks in before the show, so there was a question about order and which, who she wanted. She got who she wanted. It seemed like she was begrudgingly getting who she wanted, <laughs> and then she wins a damn race. So, she, Sarah, you cannot complain anymore. <laughs> I was She's waiting like, for I that. Do it. And wait, 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 wait. Wait, wait, wait. Here's the thing. Sarah picked the winner. However, four people scored more points than her because the winner did not score any stage points. Yeah, well, my guy just decided to pull over and let her guy win. (laughs) Well, my guy decided to kick the tires, and then Zach's guy decided to drive across the nose of Brad Keselowski's car after the stage. Why was Keselowski side drafting him when the stage was over? There's nothing to gain. Anyway, <laughs> anyway, Matt is eighth with 750, and still in last is Christian with 725. <laughs> That's a squeeze in that still in last. <laughs> yeah. Uh, okay, and then we have combined points. We have combined points too. But well, we have combined points too, right? Seth? Well, they, don't, they don't count. <laughs> we do have combined points, and Rachel's leading that too. Anyway, so your wife, your wife's ahead. Tell her if she's winning something. Oh, she already knows. She reminds me every morning. Anyway, Cup and Xfinity are. Yeah, because she missed out with you. Wow. <laughs> okay. Daytona picks. Uh, I hope my driver Zach's Jerry's pick, no matter what. Zach picks first. All right, for Xfinity, I'm probably going to go with uh, AJ Allmendinger. He's been on uh, quite a run. Uh, he won last week and, before that in Cup. Why? That, that was going to be my pick uh, okay, for good, Xfinity. Good. And here, wait, I have to tell you why he was going to be my pick. Ever since Xfinity has been the, the sponsor of the Xfinity series, the number 16 has won the July summer, or well, second Daytona race uh, in odd number years. Mm, With Ryan Reed, Ryan Reed, and then uh, Chastain. Again, again, another useless stat. That only <laughs> yeah. I yeah. like that stat. Yeah. I like that stat. But AJ's... AJ's awesome at Daytona. Like he lost it last time, but I mean he had that thing won. Uh, so I'm gonna go with him. And for Cup, we're gonna see if me and Seth pre-show, we're like I think it was Justin who said, "Oh, let's see if uh, someone shakes up the uh, the playoffs." And both me and Seth's picks would tremendously upset the playoffs. So 
I'm going to go with Daniel Suarez. Okay, that's Whoa. not actually my no. pick. Okay, okay, that, good. that is one of the two people I was thinking of, but it's, yeah. that is not my pick. Good, okay. Uh, now his Daytona results are terrible. Uh, in eight starts, he's only finished one. He's crashed out in seven of his eight starts. But I feel like he's a really solid plate racer. Um, his best his best shot at winning a cup race was 2017 at Talladega. Uh, he led laps in this summer race last year, and he impressed me. Him and Trackhouse uh, debuting at, in February in the 500. Didn't do well in the race because of the wreck, uh, but in the duels, I, you know, I felt like he was good. So uh, it goes wise to completely shake things up. Okay, so Justin, you pick next. Oh, geez, I'm already next. All right, well, uh, I'm going to go with uh, Allgaier. Or no, no, I'm going to go Justin Haley. I'm going to go Justin Haley with Xfinity because um, I don't know what it is, but colleague does well at the plate races. So uh, I'm going to go in the same stable as, as Zach here. For Cup, I don't know if I want to do a safe pick or if I want to go with one of the guys who's going to try to spoil the playoffs. Let's have some fun. Come on. Yeah, that's what I'm thinking of doing. I think I'm going to keep that streak going, and I'm not going to try to go for the obvious guys just yet. And I'm going to see if there's going to be one last spoiler for the playoffs. And he's led a ton of laps here uh, at, like, almost all the last set of restrictor plate races. He has not only led laps, but leading at the very end until a crash or a lane choice mistake cost him the win. And I think this time he's going to finally put it all together and sneak in. I'm going to go Matty D. I'm going to go Guido. Okay, then. Well, my cup pick still has not been taken, so yay. Now, in recent years at Daytona, Denny has basically been the master of Daytona. However, he's been the master as a driver. I think this time it'll be as an owner and Bubba Wallace will win. I thought you were going with Stenhouse, so you even surprised me. <laughs> nah, Stenhouse, he's, although he's good on the restrictor plates, he has a habit of getting caught up in wrecks too often. Yes, so does my driver. It's not me. <laughs> and in Xfinity, I'm going to go with, uh, again, another spoiler, but somebody who's always around at the end of the races, he's led a ton of laps, at Daytona and Talladega, just never been able to seal the deal. I'm going to go with Landon Castle. Ooh. Mm -hmm. I like that pick. That is pretty good. I'm not sure. Go ahead, Seth. Oh, well, uh, no, I'll let you finish. I I, I think I'm torn on my Xfinity pick. I'm not sure who I'm wanting to pick in that. So I'm just going to go ahead and put it out there for my cup. I'm, I'm going to stay the trend and go with an upsetter. And I'm yes. going to pick. Yeah, y'all just want me to. Y'all just want a chance to get up first. <laughs> no, I just want to be interesting. I just want to be. We know Rachel's going to pick Larson. And Come on, if Justin Haley can win at Daytona. Well, oh, no, hey, hey, no one's picked Casgrala yet. Well, I. Uh, he he may be on my short list for extended. Hey, he's running cup. Oh, is he running cup? Well, he he ain't on my short list for cup. Sorry. <laughs> no, no, he'll be on my short list for extended. But I'm going to go with Ryan J. Newman. 
That'd be awesome. That'd be so great. <laughs> I'm just saying. Yeah. Ryan Newman for the win this weekend. I think. Uh, I, I think. Obviously, we know those cars are fast. You know, he can he can get to victory lane, and uh, he's gonna be blocking and doing everything he can to uh, to get that redemption. So uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna stick with Ryan Newman for that. Man, an Xfinity racer. Who should I pick? Uh, let me get some help from the uh, peanut gallery. Chris Knight, who should I pick for Xfinity win? Besides Almendinger, Haley, and uh, Landon Castle. Who? I can't hear you. Ah, okay. Yeah, Rock, Chase Briscoe is running the Xfinity race. Oh. Okay. He, he I'll starts, go with Chase. I'll, I'll go with Chris Knight's pick of Chase Briscoe. He, although I will say, he's otherwise, 37. Otherwise, it didn't matter. Otherwise, it was going to be Noah Braxton. So, so just so everybody knows, the last spot in the playoffs since Harvick and Hamlin are locked in is going to be between Tyler Reddick, Austin Dillon, Matt DiBenedetto, uh, Chris Buescher, Ricky Stenhouse Jr., Ross Chastain, Bubba Wallace, Chase Briscoe, Eric Jones, Daniel Suarez, Ryan Newman, Ryan Priest, Cole Custer, Corey LaJoy, and Anthony Alfredo, who is currently 30th in points. Alfredo has enough points on 31st. Josh Balicki, where he cannot get to 31st. Um, and Josh Balicki is too far back. If he wins, he cannot get to 30th. So even if he were to magically win, um, there'd be no way he could get in the playoffs because he wouldn't be in the top 30 in points. But uh, Same with uh, Quinn Hoff in 32nd. Right, Quinn Hoff in 32nd also. But, I mean, I just read off names that these are all guys that have mm. at some point or another in their career been there at the end, top five, top three, whatever it might be, <laughs> Daytona. So this is going to get crazy. And, and then let's just add that you have Kaz Grala, who finished top five at Talladega, Driving for Colleague, who just won the Indy Road Course, running the Cup race. I, I'm making the call. Colleague, <clears throat> colleague next year going full time, especially with Almendinger. And then if they do get a second car, um, uh, they do. No, it's full time with Haley and Almendinger. And Almendinger is going to be part time in a second full time car. Oh, okay, got it. Then Haley, uh, they're going to be a powerhouse. Just watch. Just watch. It just it just depends on how many times they get caught cheating. And then, Isn't that true? And, you know, take it, take it, getting, getting 40 points and then having 25 taken away does not help the overall total. Just pointing that out. And I'm also going to say you also have Landon Castle driving for Gaunt Brothers, which although Gaunt Brothers has been hit and miss, they ran well with Ty Dillon earlier in the year in the duels and just missed out by one spot to make uh, the Daytona 500. And Landon Castle is a solid plate racer. So stranger things have happened. Also, did I say uh, Eric Almarola when I was reading the names? I thought no, you I did not. Okay, I was going to say I wanted to make sure I ran over him because I know he won at uh, Loudoun. Yeah. But, yeah. Yeah, that was like me. I, I, I thought Kozlowski had, hadn't won a race, but he had too. So, uh, or, you know, a couple of weeks ago. But, well, you know, I guess that's going to do it for us this week. What uh, Anything else? Anybody got any? breaking news happening that we need to talk about real quick before we sign off just uh who would have thought that it would have taken penske this long to have one of their drivers get a second win it's the first time that blaney has gotten two wins in a single season in cup 
Yep. Ever. Yeah, ever in a cup. Yep. So, so like half of his cup wins have been like photo finishes. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, all but one, all but one race, which uh, uh, all but one race has been less than a second. What was the one race he won by like two seconds? Pocono. 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 Yeah. All the others have been less than a second. So. Well, and then two, that's gonna do two are back to, to oh, sorry. Two are back to back uh, at Talladega, 0. 0.007 seconds, seven thousandths of a second. Yeah, yeah. yeah but that, that's Talladega, so that, that's expected. Yeah, but that's, that's Talladega. Expected. Yeah, so. Yeah, and so that's going to do it. That's going to do it for us here on the Kicking Show. And uh, you can stop inhaling the helium now. It's bad for your health. Uh, we'll see you guys next week. Be sure to uh, like and share and follow and all that stuff. Subscribe to us on YouTube at uh, YouTube dot com forward slash kicking the tires. Uh, we'll see y'all next week. Uh, 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 uh.